It's Eddie here, and I am alongside a man that may not be a billionaire, but what he lacks in monetary wealth, he more than makes up for in Hot Pocket flavors, (laughs) always in stock in his refrigerator. He's got them all, folks. It's Marconi Maloney. That's right. Walking out right now. Oh my God. Coming in the studio, he's grabbing his headset, putting it on. He took off his cowboy hat. The spurs look beautiful. There Kid Rock just puts me in a foul mood. <laughs> he's such a he's such an a hole. I know. I wanted to pick one of the worst songs I could think of for <laughs> you to walk out. And I think that song is uh, is one of the most overplayed songs. On radio too. I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, uh, you know, I, we- I I don't like that song either. Uh, it's annoying, <laughs> and you know, I just I just thought it would be fun for you to walk in uh, to <laughs> something horrible because it's nothing nothing more awkward than this somebody is- walking into a space to a, a set to a song that they don't like. Yeah, is this is you this know? payback for the couple of times when I played uh, Creed as your walk in song? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what yes. I figure. But I've given you a lot of good uh, songs since then. Where's my good song? Yeah. Well, you'll get a good one eventually. <laughs> oh, but, sure. You know. Yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah. So I, at least, I, I, at least, you know, I at mention, least uh, yeah. I played Creed. It was ironic. Kid Rock is just a uh, punishment. Yeah, yeah. The guy really turned out to be something else. Like I guess he was never really um, the epitome of uh, what we would call an upstanding citizen, but. I think as he has matured, he's definitely proven to be more and more of a piece of crap every day. Right? Well, I was, you know, it's weird because I think I didn't know anything about him. I think I played his music when he first came out, and he was all right. You know, he got people's attention, and he was had a fun show. And then um, he had this weird thing when I met him at a rock fest, and he wouldn't meet anybody wouldn't do any interviews and this station was paying him i don't know like 30 or 40 grand to do this show you know i don't know how much they paid something like that like a lot of money more maybe at least more a million dollars at least but i mean at least uh, most of what somebody would make in a year you know what i mean on one right a lot of money and he wouldn't do interviews with the radio station wouldn't take pictures with anyone he just wanted to go from his tour bus to the stage and he, in fact, he brought someone else and they demanded cash payment or they wouldn't go on stage. And we were like, well, we didn't. If you were, if you were a rock star like uh, Kid Rock, I put that in quotations, and uh, and you were at his level, would you uh, talk to everybody or would you be so exhausted that you would just want to go I would straight be, from your bus to the stage? If, if you are a rock star, the only barometer there is is Dave Grohl. David Eric Grohl. Ozzy Osbourne, 
some of the great act like that like like knowing yourself now i know that you're kind of an anti-social guy you, you like to 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 not be around a lot of people if like, i was beloved uh, like dave grohl i would walk into rooms with confidence i know i'm not so I choose. How to, do you know uh, that? Maybe you are love like Dave Grohl. You know, I have not, never experienced maybe. it, Eddie, in my entire life. <laughs> my own family barely wants to talk to me. Moodkillersmerch.com. Mood that's where all the kids are going these days. That's where you get the prizes. <laughs> yeah, that's where the prize. So those prizes we grew up with uh, in the cereal boxes—they don't have those anymore. But they're now moodkillersmerch.com. That's where they went. Wait, so we, we have a bunch of garbage on there? Like, I remember, like the 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 prizes from cereal was just some crap, and occasionally it'd be something you'd really want, but you'd never get that thing. You know, like uh, it's it, 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 they'd show you like. You could get like a Batman toy, but you'd always get like yeah. the Joker. You'd always get the box with, you know, some side character. And you're like, oh, crap. Right. I got 12 Jokers now. But, and yeah, you're right. They were never that good. And then they would, um, like just for a while there, like way back in the day, they would just throw these plastic figurines right in the cereal. They wouldn't even be in a bag, like sealed or in a bag or anything. And then very weird and probably not sanitary. Yeah, probably some guy just brought some. He's like he punished his kid for not doing something at home, and he brought. Hey, you know what? These toys are gonna disappear, and then they just started appearing in cereal. He worked at the cereal <laughs> factory. Uh, right. Right. Well, uh, moodkillersmerch.com, you can relive all of that. And, uh, <laughs> you can relive all of your our, childhood. Relive our, your childhood. Yeah. In our merch store, we got uh, hats. We have a fanny pack, a camping goblet, a bib, you name it. <laughs> it's in there. And the, the little mood killers elves are constantly working on new product for the holiday season, especially. So that's just around the corner. So if there's a mood killer in your life, oh. Moodkillersmerch.com. Buy it up. So, Marconi, you know, we talk a lot about the radio industry and you and me, if both and I, whatever, have both been fired many times. Many times we've been fired. I thought about this uh, or laid about off. doing an entire uh, segment, just laying out briefly my firings because uh, I was recently yeah, doing a resume. Yeah, we have to do that at some point. Yeah. But uh, I, and but here's the thing: like hindsight is always great. If you could go back in time, and if you knew you were getting laid off mm. that day or the next day, what would you do to make it as uncomfortable as possible for your employer? Oh, what would you do? Like for example, you could bring in cupcakes and then tell everybody that uh, it's the first day that you felt happy in months or years. You don't understand. I actually did that. And I didn't, <laughs> didn't did. know. I didn't. It wasn't cupcakes. <laughs> but at the time, I was uh, dating someone, and it was a big deal that I was at this radio station. And she thought that uh, she would wanted to make homemade candy, like cookies and stuff like that. And she made canisters for each person on the staff, everyone. So I had like these. I don't know. I had like a trunk full of candy. To bring and pass out. I pass wow. out this, uh, all this candy to everyone. And then I was asked to uh, go up to the boss's office. And then that's when they let me go. 
after I passed out the candy. I'm not even picking it up. Oh, it's oh, so awkward. Radio is so great, isn't it? Right. And, and then I, and then I, I had to listen I to read, a guy on the speaker of the radio station. He was on uh, the talk station or whatever. Because my uh, girlfriend came to the station to help me pass it all out. And he was talking about how hot she was on the air. Oh, yes. You're hearing that as you're being escorted yes, out of the building. I'm carrying my boxes of uh, garbage oh. out of the station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. if you knew you're getting laid off tomorrow, what would you do to make it as uncomfortable as possible for your employer? Uh, 506 says, in my experience, one of the most confusing and uncomfortable things you can do to an employer is to be super cheerful and chipper through your whole laying off experience. I always That's- am. It makes them very uncomfortable. And, you know, because a lot of times I think they expect you to, like, I don't know, break down or something. I'm like, look, it's just a job. I've always been, like, happy, too. And be like, oh, great. This is, uh, well, awesome. I appreciate the the past 18 years here. It would be great not being able to make a mortgage payment today. The last last two times I was uh, released was uh, one, I think, was a bankruptcy situation with the company I was working for. And then the second right. one was a uh, COVID cuts and both of those were, uh, my boss wasn't available and they had somebody else doing the letting go of people. And so I right. never, <laughs> and it was just a weird experience. But, um, in my mind, it's like, look, the industry is so small and no matter what you think about certain things and employers or whatever, keep it to yourself. And then maybe you'll get a chance to work for them again while you're working on something else. You know what I mean? You just kind of like troll. Or, that's just life. You know, even if you hate something, it's right. like, look, it's better to like be able to make a couple of bucks while you're looking for another thing. That's the right thing. Uh, but, but if you close that door permanently, then you're not going back and there's no chance. And then you're just, you're shutting off things that you probably shouldn't. And that's, it's always a bad idea to burn a bridge. If you knew you're getting laid off tomorrow, what would you do to make it as uncomfortable as possible for your employer. 802 says you could take a personal day and uh, keep doing that over and over again until you run out. Oh, I had a, <laughs> well, I had, I, I I had think a guy call you in that case, right? I had a weird situation where I had a side boss. Like my boss basically passed me off to another guy and the other guy was awful at uh, oh. managing people. I think it was his first time and he didn't <laughs> do it well. And I was like his first on-air personality that he had to manage. He was just the worst. And then they would take me and he would, when he had something bad to tell me, he would tell me on Friday, hey, can you meet me in my office on Monday at 3.15? So you have the whole weekend to stew about it. That's <laughs> yeah, great. He, would, he wouldn't just say, hey, can you come to my office and get it over with? It would be like a Friday, you know, at, uh, at three o'clock or four o'clock. That's, sure. that's that's abusive to make that hang over somebody's head. Yeah, and he did weekend. it like three or four times, and it was always awful news. Then like you're, you're worried about uh, what's going to happen when you come in, especially if it's awful news that's happened before. So you're traumatized from that. That's mm. just bad. That's just bad leadership, and uh, oh. actually a, a, a move overall. Like what the hell? What's wrong? And with this that guy, guy would uh, wondered why what didn't want to be friends with him, or like it was just always these. He would tell me things like. Like how, how disappointed in my, and I was like, I came here to be a radio host. And it was a bunch of stuff that I was supposed to do behind the scenes. And I wasn't doing it up to his standards. And I'm like, 
I didn't come to this job to, to work with you. So right. you're getting, and then, you know, in the companies that what they do is they'll say, well, we kind of find out, you know, the level of flexibility when people are asked to do things that they weren't originally brought in to do. And if you can do those things, then you're a real great employee. So basically they just want somebody that can do any job. Yeah. Without- that's not cool. Yeah. That's not cool. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, finally, I really like this one. If you knew you were getting laid off tomorrow, what would you do to make it awkward for your employer? This one would make it like a legal nightmare, I think. So, you know, you're getting laid off tomorrow. You go in, uh, the very first thing you do is you walk into your boss's office and you come out as gay because then it's discrimination. You can, or you could claim it is if you're laid off the next day. I kind of like that one. Then it makes it a legal nightmare. But if you're doing an exit interview with someone, is your mind already, I'm already out the door wishing that was over because usually it's like paperwork to. Yeah, to, I don't, because uh, I don't want to be there anymore. Because you're, you're, you're supposed not, to. Yeah. And then, and then you, they make you do this walk of shame because they have to now walk you to wherever you are to grab your backpack or whatever it is, your belongings. Or you can and then you have to walk by people who are still employed and they give and then, you like the sad eyes. And then they look at you. Some of them know. And they're like looking at you weird. I, uh, I just want to get out of there and make a beeline for the stairs always. And so I don't I don't like any of that. I just wish that uh, it could be like, hey, listen, because, you know, like now everything's done over uh, FaceTime or whatever. I wish they could just do it like that. Like I've been I've been right. uh, let go on the phone and I appreciated it because they didn't ask me to come in and waste my time. Right. I do. I do like that. I do like that. Yeah. Cause I, uh, it doesn't like, it's not like a breakup where you shouldn't text the person. I would rather get a text. Like you're no longer working here. Don't bother coming in. Thank you. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like your paperwork is coming to your email or whatever. We're mailing you some stuff and your severance will be like, all right, fine. Like make it as unawkward as possible for everybody. What are fun activities that are actually not fun? I have a few here. Maybe you can add to this list. Zip lining. Oh, yeah. That's never I, fun. And it's always something that your company wants to do for team building, zip lining. I no. hate team building, no. too. Why do they have us yeah. doing that? Like, I don't need right. that. Fall um, backwards and let uh, Martha from Accounts of Payable catch you. <laughs> you got to trust. No. A trust fall with Martha from accounting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, zip no lining thing, I don't know. That seems like... You're putting yourself out there. And I've seen these zip line. There's, they're flying through trees and stuff like that. I always worry about my crotch region getting snagged on a branch or, you know, something. Or worse, falling to my death. I don't want that. Uh, I shouldn't have yeah, to do or that. Yeah, I, I, I watched this viral video on TikTok of somebody zip lining. And, you know, they were going down the thing. And uh, suddenly they ran into a sloth that was on the line and they had to stop as quickly as they could. So they didn't uh, impale the sloth. Oh, the like I don't want to run into a sloth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I don't know. It just seems like something on a vacation. There's always this thing where suddenly people are doing a bunch of stuff they don't ever do, but suddenly on a there's vacation, always, there's always the activity guy in the group too. You know, one of the dads uh, with the Hawaiian shirt on activity. Like, well, tomorrow I plan this and this. Here's the itinerary. I'll text you all where to be tomorrow at seven in the morning. No, I'm on vacation. I want to sleep until eleven and then wake up and not be around anybody. Yeah, I think that's the vacation. Is I just want to be away yeah. from all of you. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Family vacations are the worst with extended family. You know, if you're, uh, especially if you're with your, a girlfriend or something, you know, significant other and their family. And they, oh. they say, no, no, you guys can, uh, we're, we're happy to have you. You can be in our suite. And you're like, no, no, you understand, like, I want to have sex with your daughter. I'm not doing it in the suite. <laughs> I had a, an ex's parents that paid for me to go to Mexico for yeah, a family vacation. Yeah, you told like, me this one. Along. Yeah. Oh, and this the- is a different, this is a different time. Oh, uh, wait, Wait a yeah. second. You <laughs> have more than one time. time in your life where parents have paid for you yes. to go to Mexico with their with the your your their yes. your girlfriend, their daughter. And was she in this were you in the same hotel suite in this one? No, th- this one they got us our own room, which oh. was like really nice. But <sighs> at first I was like, wow, this is a great deal. You know, they're paying for the flight, they're paying for the hotel. But then as soon as I got there, I realized I made a horrible mistake because now I have to do everything that they want me to do as because far as activities. Because they paid for it, yeah. Otherwise, it looks like some ungrateful jerk that's just showing up, you know. <laughs> like, to I, just wanna, I just want to sit in my hotel yeah. room with air conditioning on eating candy bars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And now I have to go pet dolphins. <laughs> We're talking about things that seem like fun activities, but when you actually get down to it, they aren't. I don't know why. Some people think conventions are fun. There's this radio. <laughs> radio has this thing called Morning Show Boot Camp, and everyone uh, on social media, uh, the people that go, are just they can't stop taking photos, and they're really into it. And I, I, I just look at it like, so you go from work, and then you you fly across the country, and you stay in a hotel, and you spend you know like up to two grand on the total uh, trip. You basically sit in work meetings all day. To learn how to do work. Yeah. <laughs> just no. Yeah. No, thank you. Conventions. Here's, you, here's how to do a convention. I know somebody and uh, their profession has a convention in like all over the country, sometimes in Vegas, sometimes in Chicago. And what this individual does is allows her company to pay for flight and hotel. She goes there. She checks into the convention and then just leaves. There you go. That's the... That's the best way to do a convention. Because I was thinking the radio convention, this, uh, this boot camp thing, not once is there a, a, a session on how to negotiate a contract and not get screwed. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. that's, that's the one thing none of these people are making is money because they're sitting in these conventions yeah. listening to other people making no money. So That's uh, what they need as a, as a seminar on how to stand up to your employer, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, of course not. They won't sponsor that. Uh, we're we're talking about fun activities that seem fun until you actually do them. I say bunk beds <laughs> this is <laughs> one because it seems like a fun idea. And like, you know, when you're a kid, you have them. And uh, God, the, I, did you see that Little League kid who fell off his bunk bed? And as uh, I think he's rehabbing, but oh, no. he, he uh, yeah, Jeez. had a serious injury. And I was thinking, man. I fell off my bunk bed a lot when I was a kid, too. And it's, uh, you know, oh. kids break their arms and stuff. And as an adult, like a, a large, like a, a king-size bunk bed sounds like it would be kind of fun. But would it, though? Because then you have to climb up a ladder to get up there, and it's a whole process. But, uh, you know. And yeah, pe- they're not. And they're not comfortable. Uh, I, I've slept on, you know, the top bunk before. I yeah. used to have bunk beds growing up. But then. 
the first couple times you try to sleep on the top bunk, you're just terrified you're going to roll over and fall off in your sleep, and it's a miracle you don't if you don't have, like, a guard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one one thing that seems like it would be a fun activity, but when you're doing it, it's just not, is fighting on the top of a moving train. I mean, you get, <laughs> it looks like, wow, that could be cool. You get up there. Nope, not at all. It's very uh, stressful. Well, they, ne- they never take into effect the wind, and <laughs> you're you're basically moving against the wind. It's got to be exhausting. And overpasses. You got to watch out for the overpasses. Right. You have to duck. <laughs> you're moving. You're working twice as hard just to move your arm two inches, and oh, you have yeah. to punch somebody on top of that. And you're sweaty. It's a whole thing. It gets slippery. It's not fun. Well, um, if you're James Bond, you're wearing dress shoes. Like, how are those not hard, Yeah, you're wearing hard shoes with no grip. Like, yeah. what's that? <laughs> Uh, You know, we did this recently and and I had so much fun with it. I thought we would do it again. How about another round of wig news? Wig news. Wig news. news. All right. Yeah. What? What is wig news? Headlines involving wigs, real headlines mixed with fake headlines involving wigs. And Marconi has to guess, what is the real headline? Mm. Are you ready? Yeah, it's Are it's you like ready? you're deciphering uh, if something's real or not, just like people do with wigs. Absolutely. It's, it's multi-layered. This is a very smart show. <laughs> and, and, you know, you would be surprised at how much news is out there, actual news. <laughs> Involving wigs. Just go ahead. Go, go. I invite the audience to just go to Google News and type in wigs. You'll you'll be shocked. Like that's where all these come from. All right. All right. I'm here's the here's the headline. Is it real or fake? Mm-hmm. Women swipe nearly two thousand dollars worth of wigs from Camden County Beauty Shop. Police say. Well, sounds like a a plausible situation. I'm gonna say that is a real story. Yes, that yeah. is real. Ding, ding. <laughs> big okay. wig, big Next- wig comes to town. <laughs> Next wig headline. Anne Heche's final moments revealed. Wigs, vodka, and a fatal drive. Then I did see a photo of her in a wig store or some kind before she was trying on a wig before. So I think this is a real headline. It is, yeah. In yeah. Anne Heche's final moments, wigs, vodka, and a fatal drive. That is a real headline. It's, it's a sad story, but I'm glad she got to enjoy a wig before it all came down. Yeah. Wig news. Wig news. Wig news. Wig news. Wig news. All right, here's the wig headline, real or fake. The top 10 cable newscaster wigs of 2022. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Top 10 cable newscaster. Why do they even call it cable news? I don't even remember the last time anything was called cable. You know, cable uh, uh, cable uh, news. You got cable? Yeah, Uh, cable. Yeah. uh, Uh, Cable. I'm going to say that is a fake headline. That is a fake headline. Yes, that's a fake wig headline. Uh, I, Next I like, wig headline. I like the Eddie spin, and I would like to see that maybe a museum of the best newscaster, cable newscaster wigs. Cable newscaster. <laughs> Imagine if there's that many cable newscasters in a wig. There has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, there's like you know, 5,000 cable newscasters. got to be at least 10. Uh, I mean, uh, that Wolf Blitzer hair, is that real? I don't know. We'll, maybe God. we'll find out one day. 
He went for the realism look and got a wig with a receding hairline. I, I respect <laughs> that. Does he have a receding right, headline? We, I don't. I, I I thought he had yeah. a full head of hair. I, I'm pretty sure he's got uh, uh, yeah. Some, let's uh, not yeah. Let's not besmirch uh, Wolf Blitzer's hairline. Wolf? No, no. Blitzer. We not do it. With a Z, right? Blitzer with a Z. Uh, yeah. Because it so. looks like he's gonna... he looks like Jimmy Kimmel's dad, and Jimmy Kimmel has a da- James Kimmel Senior has a full head of hair. Yeah. Do you think he uh, got hair plugs at some I don't, point, or is it? Uh, is it a receding headline? Hair hairline headline? <laughs> receding headline. Headline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think he just has a big forehead? Is that what you're saying? I mean, it doesn't look like it's that crazy of a receding. I mean, I guess maybe I just don't. I, you know, I have a different uh, view of what receding looks like. I don't know. I don't know. I think you could park a Buick on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, either way, a receding headline, I think, should be a show. Receding headline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wig news. Wig news. Wig news. Wig news. All right, we're, we're playing wig news, headlines about wigs, some real, some fake. Marconi's guessing which are real, which are fake. Here's the next headline. World's biggest wig debuted at Oklahoma State Fair. Mm. Why would there be a giant wig? That's the question you have to ask yourself. <laughs> it seems like, you know, these... Uh, some pl- A lot of places in middle America just have, like, the, the world's biggest everything, you know? Mm. And... And that would be great. Although, like, there's got to be a place to put the wig. They wouldn't just make a wig for no reason, <laughs> you know. Like, they're gonna uh, put it on. Maybe they're gonna put it on like uh, a giant the, uh, statue of Willard Scott. Yeah, a giant statue or Mount Rushmore. What the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like yeah, put it on there. Uh, no, why would you do that? <laughs> They've already got hair though. So it blows in the wind. Uh, see, I'm just trying to think. I'm gonna say this is a fake headline. That is fake. Yes, yeah. that is fake. <laughs> Although Next, I would like to see uh, an homage to Willard Scott with a wig, a giant wig. That'd be great. Ap- absolutely, yes. The man deserves uh, next, some respect. Next wig headline, is this real or fake? Will Smith wigs out at giant spider in his house and does what we would do. Hmm. I see Will Smith. So this one's a little bit of a, a trick question. He's he keeps trying to poke around, and uh, he did he did a an apology video, and uh, then I saw him. He posted something where he he thought he was going to try to go back online, and I think people told him no. So I'm going to say this is fake. Will Smith did not post anything about a spider. That is actually a real headline. Apparently, Will Smith. He wigged out at a giant spider in his house. So I that's mean, real. is that a recent thing or after the slap before? Is it pre-slap or post-slap? I, this is a straight off the press. Oh, uh, this is so a like hot a, headline. Like, a, <laughs> like just, this just in, and the headline reads, yeah. Will Smith wigs out. <laughs> yeah, this just came down the wire. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the news department just handed me this. The, the paper's still hot. <laughs> it's, yes, still moist between your fingers. All right. Uh, let's do one more here. Wig headline, real or fake, Marconi? Here it is. One wig, two women. Friends save their money by sharing their wig. That seems very plausible. Uh, a lot of people do that when they're roommates or whatever. They uh, share everything. 
They're the same size or whatever. They uh, share uh, wardrobes, save some money. Why wouldn't you save a, you share wigs? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if you know the person and they've, uh, you know, they wash their hair regularly or whatever. They've got a subscription to Pantene. <laughs> <laughs> but because I know you, Eddie Barella, I think this is a fake headline. This is not real. Ah, uh, yes. That, yeah, uh, one wig, two women, fake headline, but one wig, two women coming this fall to CBS. <laughs> it sounds like a show. It really does. Yeah. Uh, two uh, women, one wig, this fall, CBS. <laughs> yeah, an all-new young Sheldon, and then <laughs> one wig, two women. Then Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing Wig News. Wig News. Wig News. Wig News. Wig News.